welcome to Jiva Mukti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. My goodness, sometimes you make it in just under the wire like I'm doing this month. Um, there's a lot going on, to say the least. Uh, looks like a new Jiva Mukti space will be opening in a, in a small, beautiful studio in Chinatown. Um, not ready for live streaming yet, but will be soon for those of you who are out in the ether. And I'm teaching every Sunday, except the Sundays that Ruth is teaching at Souk Studio. And that is always live streamed as well. So check out the schedule at Souk Studio, um, Sundays 11 Eastern Time. Uh, I'm not sure what the time, because I think we just went through daylight savings time in Europe. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> check the schedule, uh, sign up at soupstudio.com and look for Jeeva Mukti NYC opening a little outpost. Um, here is your class for this month. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Response. I'm sure you know it, don't worry. Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu It means may all beings everywhere Be happy and free. And may the thoughts, words, and actions of my own life contribute in some way. To that happiness and to that freedom for all. Mm -hmm. 
the Jivamukti anthem, you could say, <laughs> sort of the, uh, you know, it expresses sort of the um, orientation of the Jivamukti practice, right? And I mean, in some ways, it also describes the sort of guiding purpose of sort of all yoga practice, right? Um, in some in some sense, and okay, so not to get too nerdy, but <laughs> in, yeah, get nerdy, get nerdy. But you know, um, I was thinking a lot about um, inertia and how, like, the most the most force you need to move something that's at, at rest is to get it from the rest state to the moving state, right? And like inertia, I feel like is also the strongest force in us. Like to get myself moving in a different direction, it, it takes a lot of energy and kind of inner forcefulness, right? To kind of get myself going, right? Put that phone down, get off the couch, paint the laundry room, you know? And, um, and so this word, this word tapas, this word tapas is sort of the expression of that force that we need in order to like do the willpower it takes to get us moving from, from inertia to moving. Does that make sense so far? A little bit. I know I'm kind of, kind of wilding out on the physics stuff, but anyway, um, so, and top the first part of tapas, tap actually means fire, right? And even in order to produce fire, we have to put a lot of energy into it. We might have to like vigorously rub sticks together or like, you know, it takes energy to get that fire started. Uh, I, I'm in a Yoga Sutras study group, which meets at the last, on the last Wednesday of every month for the next two months. There's already been two and there's two left. But if you have an interest in this yoga philosophy stuff, I highly recommend like sign up now so that you'll get the reminder in your calendar at the end of November when the next one is because it's really good. Anyway, the teacher of the class, see how I just slid the announcement right in to the talk? Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, you should sign up for it if you're interested in the yoga philosophy part of things. The, the teacher, um, Jagannath Carrera, who is a lifelong um, student and teacher of yoga, he was talking about how, um, how he, he decided that for one month he wanted to, uh, he wanted to like stop like negative thinking about other people. So, so those times when you're like, oh, that person has such a silly hat or, oh, that person looks whatever kind of way or you know you have those like internal kind of judgments about people he decided that for 30 days he was gonna um quit doing that he used this as an example of tapas right and like you can imagine how it goes because it's you know it is very hard to change habits it's really hard to get that ball moving from not even just stillness, maybe the ball is rolling in the other direction. So you have to kind of stop the ball and get it moving in the, in the proper direction. So you can imagine how that goes, right? For the first like week, maybe two weeks, 
it's just, you, you can't even stop yourself, but you're noticing how many times it comes up for you. You're noticing like, oh my God, I did it again, right? And then only, only like mid-month or so <laughs> are you like, okay, I, I might be able to like sort of catch the thought before it percolates the surface. And then he said, but you know, by the end of the month, he had, he had cleared up a good, a good amount of that thinking. And so whatever it is, right, like something that I've, you know, that continues to be a project, but I've also worked on is, is um, interrupting people, right? I get really excited. Uh, I get so excited that I tend to have this interruption problem. <laughs> and it's something that when I first decided to change it, it felt like it was going to be impossible because I kept noticing how many times it was happening. And then it's almost like, it's almost like you feel worse at first because you're like noticing how often it's happening. But noticing is the first stage. And only then after a period of noticing was I able to like interrupt myself interrupting, <laughs> you know, like I would catch myself mid thing and I'd be like, <laughs> right. And only now am I sort like sometimes able to catch it like before it even starts. I'd just be like, no, just go wait, <laughs> just wait, chill. <laughs> and I can have that like internal moment with myself. But anyway, all that is to say, like whatever it is that you're trying to work on or change or whatever, that tapas is that like inner willpower. It's that energy that it takes to, to get that ball moving in the other direction. Okay, let's come forward onto hands and knees and press back to downward facing dog. Hmm? Thank you. I'm so glad. Let's press back to downward facing dog. I'm so glad. Yeah, TAPS. I can write it down for you if you want. Yeah. Just as an as a sort of aside, you know, I think I I have a hunch that my asana practice also has sometimes reflected that um, that kind of excitement, uh, you know, that interrupting tendency. Like when I was when I was in my first handful of years of practice, I certainly would would often like anticipate what the teacher was going to say, and I'd I'd be like already there before the teacher even said what we were doing. Right? <laughs> I'd be in crow pose for you know, five breaths before they'd even said we're coming into crow pose now, right? And I think it's semi-related. It's that, it's that part of my mind that is sort of anticipating what's coming next, excited about what's coming next, want to kind of get there first, you know. And I don't know if you'll find a, a similar, you know, kind of correlation in the asana practice, but the, the physical practice often does offer a reflection of some of our inner, you know, tendencies. So maybe there's something there, you know, if it's not um, kind of rushing ahead or getting ahead of things, maybe it's, 
you know, taking it slow, or maybe it's some, some other aspect of asana practice that kind of only you will be able to observe. Cause I don't, I, I can only speak for myself in this case. Okay. Walk the feet forward towards the hands. Uttanasana. Separate the feet, bend the knees, come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. It's kind of interesting that 30 days sort of comes up as the, as the sort of magical time for, for changing things, right? Any of, a uh, few of my friends who are sober now have said like the first 30 days is the hardest. And after you cross that 30 days, it's like, it gets progressively easier from that moment, right? So it's interesting that both Jagannat and like, it, like 30 days, it seems to be the magic number for change. <laughs> okay, bring the hands down, raise the hips up and fold forward. Bring the feet like halfway closer together. Arms behind the back, lace the fingers together into one fist, stretching the arms away from the back. With your inhale, bend the knees, open the chest and look forward. Exhale, straighten the legs to fold. Inhale, bend the knees, open the chest, look forward. Exhale, straighten the legs to fold. Good. Inhale, bending. Exhale, extending. Inhale, bend, look forward. Exhale, extend and fold. Uh, bring the hands onto the waist. Lift all the way upright to a standing position. And then reach the arms up overhead, clasp the fingers together into one fist. Inhale a breath, reach the knuckles up to the ceiling. As you exhale, bend to the left side. Inhale, lift up to the center. Exhale, bend right side. Inhale, center. Exhale, left. Inhale, center. And exhale, right side. Inhale, lift up one more time each side. Exhale, left. Keep straightening the elbows. Inhale, center. Exhale, right side. Good. Inhale, lift all the way up and then release the arms. Feet and legs all the way together, preparing for sun salutations. Surya Namaskar. Here we go. Inhale, reach the arms up overhead. Hands pressed together. Look upward. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor beside the feet. Inhale, look forward to prepare. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, chaturanga, lower halfway down. 
inhale upward facing dog exhale downward facing dog hold and breathe sorry that was my phone inhale <laughs> exhale i wanted my phone to have a little charge on it exhale too inhale exhale three breathe in breathe out four inhale exhale bend the knees look forward inhale hop or step feet to hands exhale fold forward inhale stand up reach the arms up overhead exhale release the arms inhale reach up hands pressed together look up exhale fold forward hands to the earth inhale halfway lift to prepare exhale hop or step back chaturanga inhale upward facing dog exhale downward facing dog breathe in breathe out one inhale Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, breathe in. Breathe out, four, inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hopper, step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms all the way up exhale release the arms inhale reach up hands pressed together exhale fold forward hands to the earth inhale prepare look forward exhale chaturanga inhale upward facing dog exhale downward facing dog breathe in breathe out inhale exhale to breathe in breathe out three inhale exhale four breathe in breathe out bend the knees inhale hop or step feet to hands exhale fold forward inhale stand up reach the arms up exhale arms alongside the body one more inhale reach up exhale folding forward inhale prepare exhale chaturanga inhale upward dog exhale downward dog breathe in breathe out one inhale exhale to breathe in breathe out three inhale exhale four breathe in breathe out bend the knees inhale hopper step feet to hands exhale fold forward inhale stand up reach the arms up exhale release the arms inhale hook thumbs reach arms up and arch back exhale bend knees swing arms behind the back lace the hands together fold forward inhale hands touch down right foot steps back to lunge look forward exhale downward facing dog 
Inhale, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale to plank. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit all the way back towards the feet, and then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, right foot forward. Exhale, left foot next to right foot, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together and fold. Inhale, hands to the floor, step the left foot back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, bend the elbows, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet and then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot next to left foot, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand up, release the arms alongside the body. Inhale, deeply bend the knees, reach the arms overhead, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward, Uttanasana. Inhale, look forward to prepare. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, turn the back heel down, reach up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back and lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, left foot forward, reach up, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back and lower. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. One more time, each side. Inhale, right foot steps forward, warrior one. Exhale, hands down, step back, chaturanga. Inhale, move forward. Exhale, go back. <laughs> Inhale, left foot forward, warrior one. <laughs> Exhale, hands down, step back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale, two. Breathe in. Breathe out. Three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Breathe in. Breathe out, bend the knees, look forward. Inhale, hop or step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, deeply bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Turn to the right side and open the feet wide apart. Wide straddle stance. Hands on your waist. Inhale, lift up the chest, arch back. Exhale, fold all the way forward. Place the hands onto the floor between the feet. Inhale a breath here. 
Exhale, crown of head moves down in the direction of the floor. One, breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. And exhale. Good. Inhale. Lift the head and the chest. Look forward. Walk the hands a smidge more forward so that the wrists are more under the shoulders. And then where your hands are now, set your left hand right in the middle of where your hands are. Good. Right hand on your waist. Keep the hips and the legs the same. Try not to shift the legs around as you turn the chest to the right side. So the weight should still be even between both feet. And you might even need to lift the inner left thigh a little to the left just to keep the legs as even as possible. Now, notice if you push the left hand down really strongly into the floor, it will actually help you with the twist. Yeah? I saw it happen. <laughs> and then even squeeze the right uh, tip of the elbow even more towards the window side of the room. Squeeze the elbow. So feeling how the strength of the arms kind of helps you to rotate more. Good. Bring the right hand to the floor where the left hand just came from. And then start to turn to the left side. Turn to the left. So first, organize the legs. See that the legs haven't shifted around in your ambition to twist. <laughs> and then feel how the right hand pressing straight down into the floor can help you twist. Squeeze the tip of the left elbow towards the back of the room. So feeling how the arms are helping to propel you deeper into your twist. And bring both hands down to the floor. Hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, feet and legs together. Turn to face the front. Step forward on the mat. Inhale, bend the knees. Reach the arms overhead. Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor. Fold forward. Uttanasana. Inhale, look forward. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back. Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, left heel down, reach up warrior one. Stay in your warrior one. Bend the front knee a little bit deeper. Face both shoulders, both armpits straight ahead as best you can. And then lift the top of the chest and see if you could lean the upper body back a little bit further than you thought you could before. Good. Again, bend into the front knee a little bit deeper. Lift the top of the chest, belly button towards the spine, and see if you could lean back just a little bit more. One more time, bend the front knee. Lift the chest, lean back a little bit more. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Keep both legs straight. Exhale, open to the side. Preparing for triangle. Reach all the way out to the right. Place the right hand either on the right leg or the floor or a block. Left arm reaches straight up. Good. Both legs straight. One straight line with the arms. Try to spread open the top of the collarbones. Good. With your inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, bend the right knee, warrior two, and hold. 
Now, most of us could take the feet a little bit farther apart for warrior two. Mm -hmm. And then let the hips kind of move down a little bit more into gravity. Both arms reaching out with equal energy in both directions. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand outside of the right foot. Reach the left arm all the way over the left ear for extended side angle. Right knee presses against right arm. Keep turning the center of the chest towards the middle of the wall we're facing. Back foot presses down, strong. With your inhale, both hands to the floor. Exhale, start to straighten the front leg. Inhale, head and chest lift, look forward. Exhale, fold forward. And with your inhale, bend the right knee, step right into a plank. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Virabhadrasana one, reach all the way up. Good, stay here. Strong and straight back leg. Bend the front knee a little bit more. Try to turn both armpits to face straight ahead. Lifting the top of the chest, belly button in towards the spine, lean back a little further. Good, again, bend the front knee. Lift the top of the chest. Lean the chest back, but the head doesn't have to go back. Yeah, or just preserve your neck a little bit. And then one more time, bend, lift, lean back. <laughs> Inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, open to the side, preparing for triangle. Reach all the way out towards the windows. Place the left hand down, right arm reaches up. Triangle, trikonasana, one. Good. With your inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee. Virabhadrasana, two, hold. Good. Again, scoot the feet a little bit wider, most of us. Uh, bend the front knee a little more so the hips can move down into gravity. Good. Both arms reaching long in both directions. Nice. With your inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee. Place the left hand down outside of the left foot. Reach the right arm all the way over the right ear for extended side angle. One, two, three. Good. Keep turning the chest. Four. Inhale, touch both hands down. Exhale, start to straighten the front leg. Inhale, look forward, lift head and chest. Exhale, fold towards the left leg and breathe. Keep working towards straightening both legs. 
Good. Inhale, bend the left knee. Hands to the floor, plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Good. Bend the knees and look forward. Inhale, hop our step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, deeply bend the knees. Reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to prayer. Twist to the right side. Hook the left upper arm across to the other side of the right leg. Good. Push the hands together so strongly that the chest could move closer to the thumbs. Thumbs closer to the chest. See that the knees stayed side by side together. You might have to pull the left knee back a little bit because the left knee gets a little ambitious, wants to go forward. <laughs> Good. Inhale, reach the arms up to the center. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the left side. Good. And again, feeling how your strong, strong arms are helping you to move into your twist here. Legs stay steady. So from the waist down, legs stay the same, knees and feet even. And then from the waist up, you're turning. And with your inhale, reach up to the center. Exhale, hands down to fold forward. Inhale, look forward to prepare. Exhale, hop or step back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward between the hands, but don't change the back foot. Keep the back heel lifting up to the ceiling. Reach both arms all the way up for high lunge. Good. So imagine that from the waist, like from your belt line down, you're trying to keep the legs the same. Start to twist to the right side and open the arms out to shoulder height. So you might notice that the right knee tried to pull back in an effort to help you twist more. <laughs> Bend the right knee even more so it's all the way over the right ankle. You might also notice that the left hip wants to turn forward. Again, it's just trying to be helpful, but we don't need it now. So push the right hip back, uh, left hip back so that the hips are in line with one another. Okay, now. Grab uh, with your hands, grab hold of the leg that it's closest to. So your front hand holds your front leg, your back hand holds your back leg. Use your hands now to pull yourself deeper into your twist. So using the strength of the arms to deepen the twist. Now, could you find your strong abdominal twisting muscles so that you can stay in this deeper twist even as you remove the hands out to reach to the sides again? And then using those same strong abdominal twisty muscles, can you twist even more now, even without the help of your hands? Uh, inhale, reach the arms all the way up to the center. Exhale, downward facing dog. We get to do the other side. So exciting. <laughs> inhale, step the left foot forward. Virabhadras, uh, no, not warrior one, high lunge, excuse me. Okay, so notice the legs, they want to turn with you. Try not to let them turn with you even as you turn to the left. Open the arms out to shoulder height. That's it. So if you notice the left knee pulled back a little, bend it more, plunge it over the ankle. 
if you notice the right hip come forward a bit, push it back so that the front of the hips are in the same plane compared to the front of the room. Now, hands grab to hold of your opposite legs. So front hand holds front leg, back hand holds back leg. Use the strength of your arms to turn yourself more around into your twist. Keep turning, keep turning, keep turning. Now, find the muscles that you would need to use to keep that deeper twist, even as you let go with the hands, reach the arms out to shoulder height again. Using that same section of the abdominals, try to twist a little bit further enough. Good. Inhale, arms up, high lunge. Exhale, downward facing dog. All right. Inhale forward into plank. Exhale, lower all the way to the floor. So we've explored how the arms play a role in the twist and how the abdomen plays a role in the twist. Now we're going to also incorporate some awareness of the back body as it relates to the twist. Reach the arm. Um, actually, let's do this. Place the hands on either side of the chest. Reach the left arm out to the left on the floor. And then pushing with your right hand, turn your chest to the right. You could turn your hips too. So this, this variation we've, we've done in almost every yoga class since the 80s. No. <laughs> yeah. We're familiar with this one, yeah? <laughs> and then turn to face the center. Place the left hand on the floor next to the chest. Reach the right arm out on the floor. Push with your left hand, turn your chest. So this is just to, well, it's helping us to open the shoulders, but it's also a, just a refresher for our memory so that we can move into the next thing. Okay, come on back to the center. Reach the left arm out to the left again, right hand next to your chest. Uh, Bring the left fingertips onto the floor so that you're lifting the wrist, forearm, elbow, even the shoulder on the left side lifts away from the floor. So the whole arm is lifting away from the floor, except the fingertips. And then try to keep especially your left shoulder away from the floor as you twist to the right side again. So push the right hand into the floor. Turn, but keep the left shoulder, left elbow, left wrist away from the floor. Shoulder up, shoulder not touching floor. I know. And then turn to face the center. Switch sides. Right arm reaches out to the right. Right fingertips off the floor. In particular, lift that shoulder, elbow, wrist away from the floor. And then go ahead, turn. Notice how the right shoulder, it wants to drop down to the floor, but you're resisting that. You're resisting that. You're not going to let it happen. Even if you need to twist a little less to make that happen. Okay, come back to the center. Third time's the charm, as they say. Reach the left arm out to the left. Right hand on the floor next to your chest. Okay, start by coming up onto the fingertips again so that your right arm is off the floor, except now lift your right fingertips even away from the floor. So your whole right arm, sorry, your whole left arm, my, my fault. Your shoulder, elbow, even hand is like parallel to the floor. Now, start to turn to the right, but keep your arm away from the floor. Don't let any part of the left arm touch the floor. No part of the arm. 
Now, especially feel how you have to kind of squeeze the left shoulder blade and the right hip towards each other to make that happen. So there's this like diagonal twisting action happening across the back. Okay, come back to the center. Left hand on the floor next to the left chest. Right arm reaches out. You can start by coming up under the fingertips. Get the shoulder away from the floor and then lift your entire hand off the floor. Try to keep, don't let the right shoulder drop down. So even as you start to twist, keep lifting that shoulder up, up, up. So twist to the left, turn to the left, head can be down, but you got to keep the shoulder up. So notice there's this effect of like working diagonally across the back body. Are we feeling that at all or no? Left shoulder blade towards right buttocks, right buttocks short towards left shoulder blade. Okay, come back to the center. Hands on the floor, either side of your chest. Inhale, lift forward and up into upward facing dog. Exhale, go back downward facing dog. Step the right foot forward, warrior one. Exhaling, straighten the right leg. Bring the right arm down alongside the body. Inhale, reach the left fingertips up, up, up towards the ceiling. And then reach all the way across. Left hand outside of right foot for rotated triangle. If it's tough to reach the floor, it would be good to have a block under your hand because we are going to use the arms to help twist. So that first component, feel how by pressing the left hand down into the floor or the block, that, that, that we're using the strength of the arms to kind of deepen the twist. Then see if you could find those same abdominal twisting muscles like what we did in that awful, awful high lunge to help you twist. And then last aspect, the part that we don't often think about, try to squeeze your right shoulder blade more towards your left buttock so that the back is also helping us with the twist. Bend the right knee, both hands to the floor. Exhale, lower the left knee down to the floor. Inhale, reach both arms up. Exhaling, hands through prayer. Twist to the right, hooking the left upper arm outside of the right leg. Even before, just keep the back knee down for a moment. Let's work on the twist first, and then we'll come into the balance if you like. So use the strength of your hands pressing together, so the arm strength to help you twist. And then find the abdominal twisting component. And then lastly, again, squeeze the right shoulder blade towards the left shoulder blade to bring the back body also into it. And then if you like, you could tuck the left toes under and lift the left knee up, standing spinal twist. Good. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Cross the left knee to the right side of the right foot and come to sit down for seated spinal twist. Left arm reaches up. Twist to the right side. Here's the one where, I don't know about you, but for me, for many, many years, I would just rely on the arm strength wrenching me around into my twist here. And then I'd be like, okay, good, done. And then kind of like let my thoughts like space out a little bit. <laughs> so yes, the arm strength is part of it. The arms are helping us turn into it. 
But then again, see if you could find a little bit of abdominal strength to add into the mix. And then lastly, squeeze that right shoulder blade towards the left shoulder blade so that the back body is also helping in the twist, right? The, that center of the back is sometimes the hardest part for us to be conscious of. So we can't see it. We can barely touch it. It's like the most, it's kind of a blind spot in the, in the physical body, yeah? And then turn to face forward unless we purposefully bring our attention to it. Okay, twist to the left. Stay there for an extra breath since we did so very much twisting on the right side. And then turn to face front. Swing that right leg all the way around behind you and step back downward facing Inhale, step the left foot forward, warrior one, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, straighten the left leg, bring the left arm down alongside the body. Reach the right arm up to the ceiling. Exhale, reach all the way across. Touch either the floor or a block with the right hand. Right arm reaches up. One, two, good. So first using the strength of the arms to help you twist, then find some of that midsection action across the abdominals. And then lastly, squeeze the left shoulder blade towards the right buttocks. So the back is also part of our conscious awareness. And inhale, bend the left knee, hands to the floor. Exhale, touch the right knee down. Inhale, arms reach up, get ready to twist. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the left side. So keep the back knee down for just a moment. I'll give you the option in a second. Start by using your hands to help you twist. Incorporate some of that midsection abdominal action. And then lastly, find the back body part of the twist. And then optional, if you want to lift the back knee up, go ahead. Got it. Good. Inhale, touch both hands down. Exhale, bring the right knee all the way to the left side of the left foot. Come to sit down. Inhale, right arm reaches up. Exhale, twist to the left side. One, two, Good. Turn to face forward. Counter twist. Stay there for an extra breath or so. We did a lot of twisting. Turn to face front. Swing the left leg all the way around behind. Exhale, downward facing dog. Okay, uh, next we're going to be moving into inversion practice. We're going to work on all three of the sort of active inversions, handstand, forearm stand, headstand. If you want to move to the wall, you are absolutely welcome to do that now. First up, handstand practice. 
So starting in a downward dog, walking the feet forward towards the hands, lift the left leg up, bend the right knee, then swing that left leg up, perhaps following with the right. Either stay there, or if it didn't work the first time, hop again. And hop again. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a funny thing about practice, too, is... Um, if you've been practicing for any length of time, you probably have realized that um, like if you stop practicing for a little while, it takes a lot more of that effort to push that boulder up that hill. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in a similar boat. I, I kind of stopped doing handstand like in the pandemic and stuff. And so now I'm having to like what feels like start all the way over from scratch. Right, and so it feels like a much heavier lift than if I had just been doing a little bit <laughs> all the time. It happens too with, uh, with meditation practice. If you've ever kind of fallen off of a meditation practice, I'm sure I'm the only one um, who has. But let me tell you from experience, it's much harder than to sit down and start over it five minutes at a time than if I had just kind of kept with a maintenance level of meditation, right? It's that inertia. It's moving from going in the opposite direction to changing course, yeah? All right. Next up, forearm stand, Pinchamayarasana. Same process. Start with the elbows on the floor, fingers uncomfortably close to the wall. Good. Practice lifting uh, one leg up and then the other. You could you can divide it up any which way you want. If you want to take five hops on one side, five hops on the other, like that. Okay, and lastly, head, lastly, but not leastly, headstand. <laughs> and hey, even if it has been a while, you know, this is that moment to apply a little bit of tapas to just kind of be like, okay, even if it feels like a heavy lift, let me just 
kind of approach it today. Even if it doesn't like feel um, the way it did before. <laughs> we were talking a little bit about, um, I went to see the, the ballet for the first time in like, it's probably been 10 or 15 years since I've been to a ballet. And um, I also used to dance a little bit and watching those dancers float and fly around. I was like, wow, my body feels really out of shape for that movement, right? All that, because I haven't practiced that kind of movement. I've practiced downward dog and, you know, being steady and grounded on my feet, but like those, you know, leaps and bounds and stuff I haven't practiced in a while. So I felt completely in awe of how far from that kind of practice I felt in that moment. Okay, if you need another couple of moments, for example, if you're taking a variation, of course, take that few moments to really complete the variation, especially if it has two sides to it. If you're uh, slowly, if you're already resting, fine, and then slowly make your way into child's pose. And if you were at the, if you were working at the wall, you can make your way back to the middle. And then come back into downward facing dog. Inhaling, come forward into a plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin. Inhale, slide forward, cobra, and then release the forehead down to the floor. Arms behind the back, lace the fingers together into one fist. Press the feet down, lift up the head, the chest, and the arms for Shalabhasana. And then slowly release on down. Bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, and knees for Danyasana.
And with your exhale, slowly release on down. Again, bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhaling, lift on up, head, chest, knees. Exhale, release on down. Place the hands either side of the chest. Inhale, lift forward and up into upward facing dog. Exhale, go back, downward dog. Lift high up onto the balls of the feet. Bend the knees, look forward past the hands, and then hop or walk all the way through to sit down and lay down on the back. Bring the feet onto the floor. Lift the hips up, interlock the hands behind the back into one fist. But separate the hands, release the back down to the floor. Now you can repeat the same shape we've just done, or if you want to move into full back bend, or put on your asana, place the hands on the floor either side of the ears. With your inhale, go ahead and lift up. Chin to the chest, slowly release on down. Again, place the hands, place the feet. Inhaling, lift on up, second time. Chin to the chest, slowly release on down. Third time, place the hands, place the feet, and lift on up. Oh, yeah. Into the chest, slowly release down. I'm pretty sure I've literally told this anecdote three Sundays in a row, but <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway, <laughs> despite my being very repetitive. <laughs> um, one time we were in class with, uh, with David Life in Woodstock, and someone asked him, why do we do three wheels? And Jim looked at you, what's the deal? 
right? He says, oh, I get asked that all the time. And here's my answer. The first one, not quite enough. It's not really enough. Second one is just right, just enough. And the third one is just way too much, <laughs> right? And the, the, the idea behind it or the way I took it in the moment was that like that, and in my personal experience, most of my inner negotiations happen between the second and third wheel where I have to really <laughs> lawyer myself into doing it because every part of me wants to skip it, right? Hug the knees into the chest. But, you know, maybe it's at a different point in your practice, right? If you're someone who really uh, loves backbending practice, maybe there's another part of the practice where you really have to kind of use that tapas, that inner willpower to kind of convince yourself, like, no, it, you know. Bring the knees over to the left side. Sometimes it's even before the first wheel. <laughs> that voice comes up like, yeah, it's Sunday. <laughs> I did them yesterday. I'll do them tomorrow. Bring the knees up to the center and go the other way. And bring the knees up to the center. Come on up to a seated position. Sit all the way upright. Straighten the legs forward out in front of you. Flex the feet. Sit up tall and fold forward. Paschimottanasana, seated forward fold. Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Bend the left knee into the chest. Open the left knee to the side and fold over the right leg. Janyushirshasana.
Lift all the way upright, switch the legs, and fold other side. Lift all the way upright, straighten both legs forward, bend both knees into the chest, open both knees out to the sides, feet together, and go forward, Baddha Konasana. Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Keep the shape of the legs the same, but make your way onto your back. So you can either stay like this in Supta Baddha Konasana, or you could come into shoulder stance, Alamba Sarvangasana.
here in shoulder stand, come into Pau Halasana. And then if you're in plow, slowly start to roll down out of it. Shoulder standers uh, come through Matsyasana fish. And if you're in fish, chin to the chest, slowly come down, setting up for Shavasana.
slowly start to deepen the breath. Bring a little bit of movement into the body. Moment to move or stretch any way you need. meditation bell. When you're ready, <laughs> bend the knees into the chest and roll all the way to the right hand side. Come on up to a seated position. He's calling us for a meditation practice. <laughs> no, but horns can sometimes like work in that way. Um, like sometimes a sound can actually be a reminder right if the if the mind has wandered during meditation you're deep in thought or distraction of some kind sometimes hearing a bell or a sound can be like a trigger to bring us back to the present so you know rather than it being a disturbance it could be a help depending how you look at it three steps choose your seat second step be still right and even being still takes uh tapas it takes a little bit of that inner will a little bit of that inner discipline even when the body or the mind is trying to convince you of the need to move use that tapas to kind of override that a little bit And then uh, the most universal instruction is to focus on the breath. Now, if you have some mantra or some other meditation instructions, you're of course welcome to do that. But remember that idea of tapas being the, the willingness to move in a different direction, right? So of course, thoughts will come, distractions will come. It's not whether or not that will happen. It definitely will. <laughs> but then the tapas part of it is pushing the mind back to the focus, returning to the breath, returning to the mantra at every opportunity. 